0: Hi, I'm Ren. I'm Sam. I'm Tosh. And, and we're, we're the T-Swift Swift Sisters.
1: Sisters.
2: <laughs> Hi, everybody. Welcome back. Um, it's another week here with the T-Swift Sisters podcast. If you're new here, uh, we're the T-Swift Sisters. And basically, our show is just talking about everything and anything Taylor Swift If you're starting to listen to us now for the first time, honestly, congratulations. It's probably the best time to be listening to our show as we're gearing up for tour. um, And some like, honestly, I guess it's cool because we have multiple shows throughout the way. Like I'll be uh, in Tampa in April. Natasha will be in Atlanta. So we'll get to see like different pieces of tour before we get to go together. So If you're new here, stick around. We will be attending tour in August, and we're just going to have so many fun things until then. All about Taylor Swift, obviously. And if you're not new here, welcome back to our show. Uh, We have a really exciting show tonight. We have another segment of What's Up, Taylor Swift, and then we have, for the first time ever, guests on our show. So excited! Yay! We have Katie and Courtney from Le Petite Fet, the girls who host the iconic Taylor Swift dance shows around the U.S., are going to be joining us in tonight's episode, and I'm just really excited to talk to them about their shows, what they have planned for Era's tour. Um, it's going to be great. so. Are you ready? Let's get into it. All right. So we're going to start off tonight with uh, what's up, Taylor Swift? And our first topic of news for tonight is that Ticketmaster was finally grilled by Congress in a hearing on Tuesday this week. Ooh. So for over nearly three hours, Senators criticized top Live Nation executive Joe Birchhold over mm. the handling of Taylor Swift's tickets last November and over longstanding allegations that the company's badgers, its competitors to win new businesses. So I don't know if you know, just a little background, um, Live Nation and Ticketmaster were two separate entities. And then I think around like 2010 or 2011, they kind of merged and they became one almost quote unquote monopoly um, over like the ticketing concert systems here in the U.S. And um, it's just been kind of a problem. And obviously, as we saw with uh, Ares Tour presale and things, it's gotten a little bit out of hand. So I think the purpose of this hearing obviously was to talk about the issues with um, the Taylor Swift concert tickets, but then more on like the monopoly that kind of Ticketmaster has itself. So they called in the CFO um, and the uh, Live Nation president, which was Joe Birch told, to kind of just express their feelings about what went down in Era's tour. And you know, like I feel like this the Senate hearing doesn't really do much right now, but it could. Mm-hmm kind of like set those stones for future movements and action with Congress. Right. So that's just a little background
0: for you there, Sama, I don't know if you knew any of that. I didn't know the details, but I know it's something that's been, you know, kind of boiling there. This is just the event. I mean, Swifties, we have so much impact. This is really the event that led them to investigate in the first place. It's been an ongoing issue since they dominate the... Event concert show industry in a way, right? So we really had no other option. We were kind of gridlocked into doing business with them, but they took advantage of our business. So now now it's time to speak up. I'm glad they're doing something about it, though.
2: Yeah, it's nice, and it's nice that that we're you know I kind of feel seen a little bit. We're so so often criticized for being crazy Taylor Swift white girl fans, and like first of all, (laughs) we're not even white. That's like. So well, I'm not a white girl, second of all, <laughs> justice for Taylor Swift, like just because we're fans doesn't mean that we don't deserve to get tickets to a concert. Like I just, yeah, you know, so anyway, uh, Birch told the CFO, um, apparently while he was there, he showed remorse for the quote unquote, terrible customers experience, consumer experience, excuse me, for mm. us when getting the tickets. And he said, quote, we apologize to the fans. We apologize to Miss Swift. We need to do better and we will do better. So that's pretty much like all he gave us. So Mr. Birch told like, what are you going to do for the fans that didn't get tickets? Like, true. Thank you for acknowledging what we
0: already know. How are you going to fix it? Right. And how are you not going to prioritize a bots and be people in general that just Resell because you're going to make a profit off the resale we know that that's why you support them so much but we need the tables to turn here it should prioritize the people that are actually buying these tickets to enjoy to be a fan to support not you know to make a quick buck. so
2: yeah and like it's one thing saying that you've already apologized to us that you're now apologizing to taylor swift and that you need to do better and you will do better. But like, we're at the end of January tour starts in March, whatever it is Mm -hmm. that you need to do to be better about this needs to happen like tomorrow, because there are still tons of fans who don't have tickets. I was checking our tickets the other day, they're on my Ticketmaster account. Mm -hmm. And I was just like kind of playing around with my account and like the tickets itself. And I can't, like you can't transfer I think the tickets and then I went to the actual sales of tickets because if you have ever purchased tickets on Ticketmaster um you can kind of like I bought like let's just use for example I bought tickets to a comedy show in February um mm-hmm. I bought them a few months ago but I can still go to that specific venue and that uh performer and see the tickets that are available see who's reselling tickets that kind of thing for ERA's tour specifically it's like shut down like it was like General, pre, uh, general sale has been canceled for the show. There's no tickets left. So people are wild. not even reselling the tickets like on the Ticketmaster platform. Like I'm, you can't yeah. actually put your tickets up for sale on Ticketmaster. So like what's going to be done? What's going to happen?
0: And I see so many, I don't know if this is happening to you, but on all my social media, I keep seeing advertisements for Taylor Swift tickets. I mean, my Instagram is just flooded with ads for that and they're different ads. So I don't know what's going on there. Like it's not the same promotion. I see like different accounts, different pictures being used. So I don't know. It's just wild. Um, Is it like from people or from
2: companies or is it like from StubHub? Company cuz I know but, StubHub like you can buy tickets like if you just
0: want but it's resellers only. Right. But not StubHub. These are like random third parties that I don't recognize. Like StubHub I would I pretty familiar with, but these I don't know. I just yeah, you know, it's weird. So if you're listening to this
2: and you are also seeing these targeted ads <laughs> and it's like Sammy just said a brand or a company that she doesn't recognize, please do not purchase tickets. Mm-hmm from a brand or company that you don't recognize, especially if like, I don't know if you've ever clicked the links and opened them, but like the tickets are super cheap. I I can tell you I'm surfing on StubHub like every day (laughs) because I just like, I want to see if I can get my sister tickets. I know my cousin's looking for tickets and it's like the ticket, the cheapest tickets I've seen are like $350 and like the last seat available. If you're seeing somewhere that's, like not a genuine human being who you can like verify is selling their ticket for face value. And it's a brand or a company who's selling these tickets super cheap and you don't recognize them, just move on. Like
0: mm-hmm. you
2: if there's a will, there's a way. This is not the way. This isn't it. Yeah, <laughs>
0: please don't.
2: I'm like so scared now. I'm like, oh my God, are you being hacked or
0: something, Samantha? Yeah, I don't click it. I'm paranoid of viruses. So that's not me. <laughs> good, I blow that flaw for it. <laughs> good okay
2: um so I don't know if you've seen the videos on TikTok yet but it there's like an influx of them now since the hearing happened of all the senators like hilariously quoting Taylor Swift's lyrics <laughs> and like embedding them in their statements so I kind of just wanted to share a few um if you're not a TikTok user then you'll benefit from this if you do use TikTok and you're like on Swift Talk I'm sure you've heard it already because like it's such a big thing um <laughs> But we do want to start with Miss Senator Amy uh, Amy Klobuchar. She is actually the only senator who, when she was quoting Taylor Swift lyrics in her statement, actually gave credit to Taylor Swift. So a lot of these other senators kind of just said the lyrics and they're like, "Mm -hmm, sassy. (laughs) Then like, didn't actually say, you know, like Taylor Swift lyrics. Like, if you don't, it's kind of like, if you know, you know, if you don't know, then like, what is this guy saying? Kind of thing. (laughs) I'm like, literally, what? It so, they wanted to be like insider joke vibes. Like, you know what I'm yeah, talking about. Yeah. They were like Swifties only. <laughs> <laughs> so, Amy Klobuchar said to have a strong capitalist system, you have to have competition. You can't have too much consolidation. Something that, unfortunately, for this country, as an ode to Taylor Swift, I will say we know all too well. <laughs>
0: okay queen (laughs) she was literally like burn
2: (laughs) I love that (laughs) and I love that she picked like the fandom's song like she was like all too my all too well girlies will know yeah
0: that's our anthem thank you Amy
2: (laughs) my favorite part of these like lyrics are the senators literally when they're saying them like saying them like And if you're watching us on YouTube, you can see my face, obviously. But if you're pod only, it's like, just picture the sassiest face ever. And them being like something that we know all too well. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. I love it. So next we have Senator Mike Lee. And he's talking about kind of the ticket resales and like people hiking up the prices and all of that. And he says... A purchaser of a ticket being able to sell it to someone else. A lot of people seem to think that's somehow a solution. I think it's a nightmare dressed like a daydream. Oh my God. <laughs> he hit us with the blank space lyrics. Oh my God. He okay. said 1989 Taylor's version mm-hmm. now. <laughs> now. No. It's time. Oh my God, that's so impressive. I think it's a nightmare dressed like a daydream. Bird.
0: I'm proud of him. Yeah, that's pretty good. I wonder if,
2: like, the ticket master
0: guy, whatever Mr. Birch told, is
2: like literally standing
0: there, like, No, literally. That's my exact thought. Like, how do you keep a straight face? How do you take them seriously, please? (laughs) And then Mike Lee hits us again with a little
2: nod to midnight with this one. Karma's a relaxing thought. (laughs) Aren't you envious that for you it's not? That's all I've got to say. No. Oh my God. Me at any minor inconvenience in my life. (laughs) That's all I've got to say. You on TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) No, literally. (laughs) Uh, I guess Senator Mike Lee is uh, keeping his side of the street clean
0: i guess so <laughs> Ticketmaster master wouldn't know what he means <laughs> the fact that i can imagine i'm like googling this like okay relevant taylor swift lyrics like how do i incorporate this <laughs> best taylor swift lyrics of all time writes them down and is like
2: okay this fits here
0: asks daughter for help
2: <laughs> oh my god i love it i love it thank you That's thank you so senators funny. for like seeing us Swifties and honestly like as cringy and hilarious as the lyrics were
0: we love it snaps to them
2: yes snaps for them I was like trying really hard to think of like a Taylor Swift lyric I could fit into there long live all the progress Congress made
0: love that what a what a nice yeah
2: Okay, moving right on, we have <laughs> next, because we're on a little bit of a time crunch, we're definitely only going to be able to get through, I'm going to try to get all three, I'm going to try to get all three. Okay, did. So, next up, we have, according to People Magazine, a Taylor Swift-inspired heartbreak bar is opening for anti-Valentine season, so Chicago Swifties, this one's for you. Um, Honestly, the nut graph, like the intro to this story, is my absolute favorite, because we are getting told that Taylor Swift fans with champagne problems can work their bad blood out at a Chicago bar this V-Day. So obviously the the copywriter who wrote this wrote this in conjunction with the Senators. No,
0: <laughs> the collab is <of> my dreams. <laughs> but yes, so for a limited I'm time, obsessed. this
2: Feb... February 3rd through 26th specifically, Swifties can head to Bad Blood, that is the name of the bar, in the Chicago West Loop neighborhood for this pop-up event. So basically, um, their Instagram says that you can hop on the wait list for the exclusive pop-up. It's at bucketlisters.com. So www.bucketlisters.com. Your ticket includes a free welcome drink, themed cocktails for purchase, on-site tarot card reader that made me think of you <gasps> and Tosh. I know. Taylor Photo Ops and more. Tickets start at $22 and you must be 21 and over to attend. Can we talk about this for
0: a second? Like that is insane. I'm so jealous. Are we gonna look for flights to Chicago? Because that is like the truth. Now that we're on the topic of trips. <laughs>
2: honestly I hope our listeners call us out because we deserve it like if if you heard us on this podcast saying in a previous episode that we were done spending money this year because we spent all our money on Aira's tour we have now spent all our money on Aira's tour and then all the money that we got back since then we spent it on this this retreat in North Carolina so yeah yeah Um, I'm gonna have to table the bad blood bar (laughs) maybe I can just reach out to like bucketlisters.com and be like hey please come to Miami what the yes
0: can we have our moment in Miami because we will literally gather so many people and we'll make it successful because we love Taylor here so please 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 like I just picture so the thing is though like
2: you and I are both in relationships so like can it be like a lover-themed one? Does it have to be a Bad Blood one? Like, That'd be so cute. Yeah, like I I do want to be in a room full of Swifties drinking super fun cocktails. Like I just know there's going to be a getaway car, old-fashioned kind of cocktail. Because if there's not, first of all, who's doing the branding and the decisions here? Like we need to talk about that. But <clears throat> my point is I would also love like a super romancey one. Like she has so really many- cute. Taylor Swift is so known for quote unquote breakup songs. Take a shot every time I say quote unquote in tonight's episode <laughs> dies of alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but she also has so many good like
0: romance songs. Like, true. That's mm-hmm. a good point. And you know what? If, if not, like make it Galentine's. Like, we love Galentine's over here, you know, just to make it cute, heartsy, romantic, whatever. We love that. It can pop off here in Miami. So please think about us. Yeah. And like, oh. if not this year, next year, because
2: February is like tomorrow. But, uh, um, like I will do a St. Patrick's Day Taylor Swift theme party. Oh my god, absolutely!
0: I'm down like, for that.
2: Just literally put Taylor Swift bar in front of anything, and I will be there. That is how we found out about Le Petit Bé. Like what a
0: good connection we're making here
2: (laughs) all right very quickly so i can say tonight's last story before we have our special guests on
0: love this one according
2: to an article from billboard after a taylor swift donation i heard it was hefty i don't know the the dollar amount so i can't share um but a tennessee animal shelter names four puppies after her songs So the Animal Shelter posted on Facebook, we recently received a generous donation from legendary singer-songwriter Taylor Swift. (laughs) While all Swifties know Taylor loves cats, true, we hope she won't mind that we named our newest adoptable puppies after her songs, and their names are Carolina. Honestly, I would adopt Carolina just to, like, call her down the hallway. You know what I'm about to do. (laughs) (laughs) Let's
0: go. Let's hear it. Oh,
2: Carolina. And she better come running for me.
0: Bejeweled, Midnight Rain, and Willow. That is so cute. Oh my God.
2: I need to get a dog just to name it Willow. Honestly, like <laughs> they're so cute. I'm going to ask the animal shelter, like I'm going to comment on their Facebook and ask if we can share the pictures with you guys because I need to show you. They're so freaking cute. Um. So the animal shelter is located in Franklin, Tennessee, and they provided this information about the pups. These black and white female mixed breed puppies, excuse me, are only three months old. If you're interested in adopting a puppy, please visit um, our website, www.adoptwcac.org. So if you're in the Franklin, Mm -hmm. Tennessee area, that website is www.adoptwcac.org. To complete an application and then visit our shelter in person. As of this past Monday, Carolina is the last pup left to be adopted. Yay. Oh my goodness. Amazing that's- that the others are adopted, but now I have to fly to Franklin, Tennessee, I guess.
0: I know that's gonna be a lot, but hey, yeah, it's part of the budget. <laughs>
2: True. I mean, so like I said, um, if you're in the area, obviously Caroline is the last pup left, and that was as of Monday. I don't have the current update on her, but check out the website um if you're interested in rescuing a pup. I'm sure there are plenty of other cute and lovely little pups to take home that you can probably find something Taylor Swift related to name them. Love that. But I love that. I wonder what like happened that she just like randomly donated to an animal shelter like I don't know I feel like it was so random that's a good point Hmm. like did they reach out to her I don't know I don't it's just I mean Franklin is obviously close to Nashville which we know Taylor Swift has a house there and everything she lives there blah 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 but like what Hmm. what is it Miss Swift Hmm.
0: You know what? Smells fishy to me. She's up to something. I'm just going to say it. I'm going to have to sleep on that one. (laughs) In the meantime, I'll be coming up with Taylor Swift related dog names. Ah, you see? You see? (laughs) Please, please.
2: If you're in the market to shop for a dog, consider adopting one. Go to your local shelter. Check them out online. I know our local shelters here in Miami have little pics of dogs online. Like they have the the a little bit of information, a, a pick of what they look like, so that you can adopt them and rescue them, like rescue pups. You know, we love we them. Not. We love, yeah. yeah. And you can now name them something Taylor Swift related. And like, come on, if this animal shelter is naming a pup Midnight Rain, you can for sure come up with something like more clever. I like Bejeweled. I thought that was cool. <laughs> I like Willow and Carolina. I think, but that's like. I like that Bejeweled and Midnight Rain are different names for dogs. Yes, yeah. yes. I'm going to get we'll a dog. Shopping. Yeah, I'm going to get a dog and name it Long Live.
0: <laughs> to be Treacherous.
2: <laughs> I'm going to na- get a dog and name it You're on Your Own Kid. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we are going to take a quick break and we will be back with our special guest for tonight. Yay. Okay. All right, guys, we're back uh, from our little break. We have Courtney and Katie on from Le Petit Fat with us tonight. I'm so excited to have you girls on.
3: If you want to go ahead and introduce yourselves. Yeah, absolutely. I'm Courtney Gibson. I'm the CEO of Le Petit Fat, And
1: I am Katie Phillips and I am the CMO of Le Petit Fat.
3: Things we like to
2: do when we have people on and getting to know each other um tell us your you already told us your name so if you're comfortable sharing your age your favorite Taylor Swift song how long you've been a Swifty and like what made you be a Swifty
3: oh okay well I'm 33 um and I don't know my favorite song kind of just varies day to day to be honest with you um but right now I really love karma I'm really in like a midnight's kind of era um I first became a fan because my family actually went to um, this really popular festival in Knoxville when I was in high school. And Taylor was actually playing there before she was famous. Nice. And so I actually wasn't there. I was I was on a trip, but my mom was like, Oh, there was this like really cute girl. Like, I think you would like her stuff. Um, uh, you should try. And they like gotten like free like EPs <laughs> And this was like back when you like put CDs in your car. So I like um listened to her first album and like loved like Picture to Burn and like teardrops on my guitar and I feel like she and I are the same age where I was born like in October of 89 and she was born in December. So I feel like we've kind of grown up together, you know, like in high school was her early stuff. Then I was in college, like speak now. I gotten out of college and it was red. I was a little bitter because 22 came out like two days after my 23rd birthday and I was so sad. Um, But yeah, I feel like we've really grown up together. And so that's really what I love about, you know, her and Um, and I just feel like she has music that spoke to every portion of my life.
2: That's awesome. That is so cool that you like got to see Taylor perform before she was famous. Yeah,
0: that's That's amazing.
1: (laughs) So wild. Um, I am Katie and I am 31 um, my favorite Taylor song just varies so much. It like really just depends on like what mood I'm in, but I'm really loving Maroon from Midnight's. Um, the first listen, the few first listens, I was like, yeah, but it's really like been one of those. It's like snuck up on me. Um, yeah. And I've been a fan of Taylor since probably like I would think high school, probably like my sophomore year of high school. My parents got me her CD for Christmas one year and it was like all I would listen to over and over and over again. And like Court said... um, just all really relatable. It felt like every album that came out, it was like I could relate to something that was going on in my life and even going back and like revisiting, especially during the re-recordings. So it's been really cool to see like, oh okay, yeah, as a teenager, I like related to and interpreted it this way, but now as an adult, it takes on a whole new meaning. So that's been pretty cool. All
2: right. So let's kind of get into it. Um, if you guys want to let our listeners who might not know what exactly is Le Petite Fat? How did you get started? You know, really tell us about those iconic dance parties that you throw. Spoiler alert a little. We're big fans
0: of them.
3: <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, we well, we love that. Um so Le Petite Fat is um a pop culture obsessed events company. So Katie and I we both met um in a group actually for people who love pop culture on Facebook. Um and that's kind of always been our um, you know like our invisible s- string per se um, so we just love we bonded over our love of Taylor and we were kind of like coming out of quarantine in that time where you know you could finally go and sit inside for brunch and do all those things and we had been um, sending each other back and forth on TikTok Taylor Swift nights that were happening in Australia um, that had gone viral on TikTok and um we were just talking about it we were like this would be so fun like wouldn't it be amazing to just go sit in a room and sing like with all Taylor Swift people and I think we ended up putting a poll up on a in a Swifty group and we're like would you guys come to this if you were near Orlando which is where we had our first one which is where we're from and people were like we'll come (laughs) from miles away we'll come people somebody actually came from Philadelphia that first time so wow um so yeah, so we we just kind of had some liquid courage and we asked the bar we were eating brunch at if they would be interested. And we were really lucky because they had just opened. Um, and so they agreed to have our first one there. And then- um, katie put it up on tiktok she's been our marketing queen and it went viral and we have been on a rocket ship ride ever since so that's kind of a little bit about us we do our i like to say our flagship so our main one is our taylor swift night um and then we also do a taylor and olivia night we do a taylor swift and harry styles night as well and then we do a um, what dreams are made of, which is Disney Channel, Y2K. And then we do um, Britney Spears nights and we do all other stuff too along the way. But those are our main ones that we do. So that's kind of a little rundown of of what is Lip T-Fet. That's so
2: awesome. What did you like kind of hope to get out of it by starting it? Like, did you think it was going
1: to grow this big? Like, what were your no. ideas back then? <laughs> I think we just want like, so when we made the deal with the bar to do it the first time we were on the hook for a certain amount of money and I think Courtney and I both just didn't want to pay anything out of our own pockets and anything (laughs) aside from that was considered a success and then we ended up um selling that party out and then we just saw demand like time and time again that summer for like more Taylor Swift parties people wanted it in other places um but I don't even like even a year ago, I don't think I would have thought that we'd be doing like all the things that we're doing now. We've kind of just reached kind of this like insane place. And we've really grown our team to like support the rapid growth. But yeah, at least for me, I'll let Court speak for herself, obviously. But at least for me, it was like, no, this was never, it was never an intent to turn it into a business. It was more so like, I just want to like, see all my friends who I haven't seen in like a year and a half. Like everyone loves Taylor Swift. Like let's do this so everyone can kind of like see each other. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, even
3: probably like when we both quit our jobs, which was like at the end of 2021, I we were both kind of like, we'll give it six months. <laughs> so, I mean, we never really thought we're so blessed, but we didn't really think it would like take off as it doesn't. It's so fun. But yeah, we were just kind of trying to find, first of all, like, I think we both just kind of wanted to go to this event, which is still kind of our driving force is like, we want to go to these. So we want it to be what we would want to go to. Right. And so we just wanted to go to one. And it was kind of one of those things where like, if somebody isn't going to do it, then we can just do it. Um, And so that's kind of how it got started.
2: That's amazing. And honestly, that's an amazing business model, because if you don't want to be enjoying your product or selling your product or going to your own dance party, then what the heck is going to want to make anybody else go? Yeah. And I can say for for myself, I'll let Samantha speak on it, too, if she wants to, but they are seriously like iconic is the perfect word for them because it's just it's like a thing that i've never experienced in my life before we we're from miami i didn't even know that half the people that go to the the gramps shows our Swifties like I didn't know that there were that amount of Swifties here in Miami and it's like so fun to be in a room full of people who love the same music and the same thing that you do like I love it that's my favorite part about it honestly I dragged my boyfriend to the first one he said unfortunately he he said it's not for him but <laughs> it's definitely like every time you guys are in town I'm like texting all my friends like come on we
0: have, to go, we have to go, and it's it's well worth it every single time I think in Miami, as Swifties, we didn't realize there were other Swifties here because I've heard other people say, "Yeah, no, there's not a lo- there's not a lot of them in Miami." But then when we go to the dance party, we realize we have a community, and we get so lost in the music, just the moment, all of us together, and it's the the best feeling. And you know, talking about your business model, it's most authentic when you're part of it. And, you know, we could see that with you guys. You have such a passion for it. So that's the the best thing to see.
1: Yeah, Miami is always so, I think that's like one of our like, it's, insane but it's so much fun like Miami yeah, is just same. always like we always know when we go down it's always gonna be fun um I am trying to like cut back on my drinking a lot this year so I only have one cocktail the last time but Courtney Miami can also be a dark place for me personally I feel like every time I go there um it was like the one in the summer like they had in the back room at Grams, they had frozen <laughs> French 75s and for yeah. some reason like in my head I thought it was just champagne and lemonade for some reason like it like blew yeah. my mind afterwards when I was like really hungover and I texted Cry I was like why do I like feel so bad and she's like you had like five and I was like yeah, that's an <laughs> alcohol and I was like there's good in that in <laughs> I was just gonna
3: say first those are amazing second of all I just love Miami I think it's so fun the first time we went to Miami actually um my cousin she was like lived there and she's a big like club rat and I was like could you help me find a DJ and she was like no <laughs> and- <laughs> So we found somebody we we found somebody at all worked out, but we played she wanted to play this remix of delicate and bad bunny. And I was like, maybe that could work. No, the Swifties were so vocal. And I think that's something that I love too, is like that's like like how you said, like we had been talking in like DMs and stuff. Like we love answering our DMs and like getting people's opinions and like hearing from people and and all of that. And that's kind of my favorite part of Miami, is just like seeing everybody all together and, and also the people's faces, like, like the people around, they're just so confused. Like what's happening here. <laughs> it's amazing.
1: Now Miami is always so much fun. I think it'll always be special because that was really the first event we did outside of a big event that we did outside of central Florida. So we love Miami. We love coming back. Um, it's always one of our like favorite places to go.
2: That's awesome. And for awesome. any of our Miami listeners who haven't been already Check out Le Petite Fette on uh, Instagram. They always share their dates and whenever they're coming. Um, I think your your next party here is the Y2K Disney Channel one,
0: right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm
0: super excited about that. That sounds amazing.
1: I we
3: love me some there. Disney Channel music. That one is, that one's really fun too. It's so funny too because it like has a wide range of like what people request, like from Soldier Boy to like Cap Rock. It's just <laughs> like oh, okay, <laughs> so awesome. my playlist, yeah.
2: <laughs> um so what has been your favorite moment so far like since starting the business and everything
3: um I think I like touched on it um well I like just love going to new places and exploring it's really fun my fiance will come sometimes and we'll go places or my sisters come with me um and my mom and my family like my cousin and just a lot of people have come and visited me and seeing friends that I hadn't seen honestly that's amazing too is like I saw like one of my best friends from college like I saw her and I hadn't seen her in seven years because like I mean I hadn't seen her since the pandemic basically because she right come, so I hadn't seen her in like two two three years so um that's so fun and then also I think like I just said this but like our dms are just absolutely wild and I just think that's so I think it's so so funny so I love hearing from people and like no one holds back their opinion and I think that's amazing um yeah and then also just like hearing that people made friends and just how much fun they had
1: yeah, I think my favorite parts, our Texas trips are always a lot of fun. Um, Just like our group out there is really fun. We always have a really good time. Um, Court and I did like a Sunday fun day in Austin, which was really fun once. Um, And just those nights like, so when we first started we were doing like three or four parties in a row which seems like unhinged now like I don't know how we ever survived to be honest but the nights were like we were also slap happy and like everything was hilarious like those are always like kind of funny times that I like back on like court and one of our DJs has this like inside joke they like to go to taco bell and they call it a culinary experience so oh. <laughs> it's like, funny stuff like that that we can like look back on and be like oh my god like remember this or remember that um and also just like hearing from people that like the sense of community they feel at these events has always been really cool and just hearing that like women feel safe like coming alone I think that's also been really cool for me in court because I know at least when we were in college and stuff like there really wasn't this space like really just for like the majority of women or like a super inclusive space where like you could come and not worry about like being hit on by someone or someone doing something to your drink um, it's just like always a really like safe and inclusive environment. Everyone there is really there just to have fun. Um, and that's always like really cool to see.
2: That's awesome. I feel like I'm just saying that's awesome about everything <laughs> yeah, because yeah. it really is. You have it all. <laughs> okay. Um, so for our listeners who haven't been to one of your parties yet, what's like, I know that you guys have talked about it a little and we've kind of discussed it, but what's something that they can really expect at their first show? Like you know things that we haven't really discussed what the vibe kind of is
3: yeah it's it's actually really jam-packed I like to say jam-packed full of fun but it is really jam-packed full of fun um we show um three of her videos so we show bejeweled all too well and anti-hero throughout the night um we do like a costume contest so come in costume so you can enter in the costume contest We do a lip sync battle, which is always a wild ride. We, like I said, like we said, we talked about the DMs. We take requests and shout outs. So like if it's somebody's birthday, you can shout out your friend. You also get a slim can koozie so you can keep your drink cold. I don't, I just magically had this right here, like for real, (laughs) but I was like also being nervous and fidgeting with it, but we do, um, we do have the slim can koozies that you get at the door. We also have some really fun merch, um, Katie and some and our other designer they do such a good job at doing like really cool Swifty merch that is not on the scene so I think people really love that um and then come prepared to meet a friend because there's always people and they're always so excited um and I feel like everyone is just so nice like everyone's just so excited like being in the bathroom like people are like hyping each other up it's just so much fun so um so yeah so that's kind of all the fun that you can expect for sure
1: um, I would say the vibes, like one of my friends describes it as like the feeling you get or you got or you get, depending on how old you are, when you're in college and you're like pre-gaming with your friends before you're about to go out. That's like the vibes and like the mood um throughout like the entire night. So it's just really like high energy and upbeat. Um, we have some like photo areas like throughout, so you can have like um cute pictures. The neon behind court comes with us sometimes. Um, but yeah, we just try to make it like fun and we try to make it as interactive as possible so people feel like it's more than just um a dj up there all of our djs are swifties um so they love taylor just as much as we do and we have found that it makes like a big difference um yeah there's every every dj has their own favorite songs and their own favorite like spin to put on things and their own favorite way to like intro songs or stuff like that like recently what we've been doing is like the j name like. 30 minutes i guess it is so we do like all too well and then we go into dear john and then we go into should have would have could have um so we do like kind of fun stuff like that every so often so that's kind of what you can expect if you haven't been to one of our parties yet
3: and we also always only play taylor's version if it's available that's super important to us super important to our djs and i think it's just a really important thing to know
2: Okay, so now that tour is coming up, I know you guys have some exciting things planned for some of the shows. Mm -hmm. So do you want to share with us a little bit of the fun stuff you have going on?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So um, we are doing pre-parties for select dates on the tour. So these are essentially like little like meetups. Think of it as like happy hour, just coming out to meet other Swifties in your area. Kind of like you guys said, I feel like so many Swifties um, in every city you just don't realize how many other people are out there in their city that also are kind of into the same things they are and it's been something that we've had like a lot of demand for ever since we started these parties like people have been like will you do like some sort of meetup? will you do some sort of meetup?" Um, so we're finally giving the people what they want and it is called Taygate so they're um, just pre-concert experiences for fans by fans um, we just announced our Texas dates and we're going to be there all three days at Texas live so right across from AT&T stadium. Um, we are working on securing our Chicago venue as we speak as well as Tampa so those three cities for sure and then hopefully we can add a few more onto the list Um, but yeah it's essentially just going to be a space where people can come hang out we'll have themed cocktails Um, of course our Swifty DJs will be there Um, cute photo opportunities just a place like I know for me like before I go to a concert like I'm always like oh let's go like have a drink or two before and then like head over so this is just kind of a centralized place like literally right next to the stadium at least in Dallas where you can like literally just walk right over so we're really excited um the ones in Dallas are all ages and we tried to make them super accessible for everyone so tickets start at just five dollars Um, We tried to be like pretty, you know, I know people spend a ton of money just on tour tickets alone. So we wanted to make sure that like it was a super low price point so that no one felt like, oh, I can't spend the money to go. So we tried to do the best we could as far as accessibility goes, but we're super excited for them. So basically
2: it's kind of like the dance party, but like a little toned down, a little more toned down yeah
3: it's gonna probably be more like an abbreviated version of the dance party so we're gonna have um you know we're still gonna probably do some of like our fun stuff like a costume contest and a lip sync battle but since there will be a lot of people there we'll just probably do it in a little bit like different kind of version um but we'll still have like the songs playing and you know like like katie said theme drinks and and photo opportunities um and we just have some fun stuff that we're going to do on stage it's and it's also going to be a bit shorter before um than our normal parties so um but it's just it's just designed to like have everyone kind of get together maybe meet a new friend meet up with their friends that they're going with and you know get excited for for what's ahead for sure
2: (laughs) I love that. That's like so unique. I've never experienced something like that or even heard of something like that. So I think it's really awesome that you guys are doing that. Look at me saying awesome again.
1: Um, yeah we're excited you can also I know um, I think like the fan project that I see a lot at least on like Instagram and Twitter is like the friendship bracelets so people are welcome to bring their friendship bracelets and trade them um, there at the event Um, we're more I'm kind of like curious to see like what do people make the friendship bracelets like what do they look like I'm like kind Mm -hmm. of excited to see kind of what all that looks like but um, yeah we're really excited we'll have some exclusive merch that will only be available at Taygate so we'll have a few things like that there and then our normal everyday merch too but we're gonna try to come up with at least probably like one or two items it'll just be exclusive you can only get um there at the eight.
2: cool
0: that's so exciting
2: I know I'm so excited for tour I this know. just makes me so much
0: more excited it builds the hype <laughs>
2: nice. I
1: am just like so ready it's only like Less than two months now, right? Less than, yeah, less than two months till it kicks off at least. So, yeah. I'm excited. Oh my I, I, really, I want to see everyone's costumes. I feel like our costume yeah. there is just going to be, be like insane. So, I, I was just going to say, we can't, that's the one thing I, we can't, we have to do because I have
3: to see if these people. People are going to have the best <laughs> costumes. I just know it.
1: <laughs> yeah, is there like one song that you guys want to hear on tour that's like, okay, I'll be fine as long as I hear this one song?
0: Ooh.
2: I would say probably, I think right now, just because like where I am in like my Taylor concert experiences, Mm -hmm. I think I'm going to go with Cruel Summer, I think is something that I really need to hear on tour. We were supposed to go to Loverfest. We had tickets and obviously the pandemic and everything. So I think that that's like something that I have to, I have
0: to listen to on tour i was actually also gonna say cruel summer but my next step because i love cruel summer and this other one as well getaway car is just reliving that the hype around that i need that i need that right now (laughs) what about you guys
1: um cruel summer for me for sure i mean i was obsessed like what year did it it came out like pre-pandemic so that must have been like fall of 2019 yeah 19 i was just a maniac like any uber (laughs) i got into i'd be like can you please will you please play cruel summer i'll pay you 20 dollars if you put this song on will you please play the song i guess i have to hear it live like even at the dance parties it's so like fun to like people just like lose their minds so i just can't imagine what it's going to be like in a stadium like packed of people like magnified to the like 10th degree I'm really really excited yeah I
3: I agree I think anything like like I think cruel summer any like reputation um all of that but I'm also excited like hopefully she shows some love for folklore and evermore because I love those too (laughs) and that that definitely got me through pandemic so I hope that she shows some love for them as well
2: yeah besides uh the take eights and obviously you know the parties that you guys are used to hosting do you have anything else planned for this year like you know we're just starting the year do you have some big ideas that you're able to share with us yet I know there might be some stuff that you might not be able to
3: um we're just really getting started with the what dreams are made of so we're gonna kind of do a full national tour of that and that's really exciting um and then we have And then we just are still kind of trying and we're just trying out ideas, to be honest with you. So, you know, we kind of never know what's going to happen until um, one of them hits. So actually next month, we're going to have a a sad Taylor night. It's going to be all sad music um, in Orlando. So we kind of test stuff in Orlando, see how it works. And that's kind of where we um, use that as our jumping off top um space so we're doing that I also have a really talented um friend who's a acoustics singer and songwriter and she's gonna do an acoustic Taylor night so we're just kind of trying some other fun stuff and seeing um, but what dreams are made of is really um our next big national thing so we're really excited about that and we've already launched it in a couple other places and and everyone's really loved it so we're really excited to kind of see it go other places as well
1: Yeah, we're doing brunch in Orlando. So that'll be really interesting to see if like that takes off and we can bring it other places. And then um, I can't quite give it away yet, but we are trying to do something around a very... specific TV show um that has a cult following so we're trying to theme a dance party around that and hopefully um in the next like month or so we'll be able to like announce that and get it rolling but um yeah we have we've have seriously been so blessed that like luckily um we take a lot of input from like what our followers say that's all like it's been, we've been really lucky that like people want to give us their opinions and always tell us what they want. And, um, you know, sometimes we can't make stuff happen. Like I think people ask for a Lana Del Rey night, like every time I put something up and I'm like, that's just not going to happen. I don't think, (laughs) but, um, yeah, we try to listen to people and their feedback. So if anyone listening has something specific that they want to see or hear at a dance party, um, we're all ears. We're always open to kind of new ideas.
2: Cool. And in that case, basically leading up to my last question, um, how can our listeners get in touch with you? Like where should they stay up to date with what you're posting, you know, your website, where can they buy tickets, that kind of stuff?
3: Yeah, so you can follow us on Instagram or or on TikTok, and everything is kind of like in our link tree on our Instagram and TikTok bio, and it's Lay Petite Fet FL. So um at le Petite Fet FL. And that's that's us. Um and like, we, like you said, we're kind of all around the country and we're always posting, you know, where we're going to be and what we're going to do. So um, our Instagram and our TikTok are definitely the best places to um, kind of keep up to date with all of the mayhem that we've got going on. Nice. Sammy, do you have- Yeah, all right.
2: Thank you guys so much for chatting with us tonight. It was great getting to know you, getting to know even yeah. more about Le Petit Fat. I'm so excited For the year to come, we're definitely going to check out the Where Dreams Are Made Of show because Mm -hmm. I think I had like a Y2K themed birthday party one year. I just I love that is an amazing time for music, time for Disney Channel music, all of it. I love it so much. And the Taygate seems super exciting, too. So, guys, if you're listening now is the time to check out le petit fat go to one of their shows you know check out what cities they're they're going to they might be in one near you and thanks again guys yeah thank
0: you so so much
2: all right guys that was our show tonight thank you so much for joining um i'm so excited that we had to that we got the girls from le petit fat on for real if they're in your area and you haven't been to a show yet please please look into it just like amazing iconic is truly the right word for it
0: so we have have some pics to include about our own experience with them yes we'll be joining again
2: we'll share that in in our uh instagram post of the week with the episode we'll share some fun pics from the last times that we've been to the shows um but like always follow us on instagram twitter and tiktok to stay up to date with everything t swift sisters pod we're going to keep updating you guys with information about tour if anything new about the Ticketmaster stuff comes out, we'll let you guys know our episodes and everything. So just stay tuned for that. We are at T Swift Sisters Pod on Instagram and at T Swift Sisters on Twitter and TikTok. So that'll do it. Bye. See ya.